<laughs> hey, all right. We here. We are. Welcome, everybody. That was really climactic. I think it's like a movie, but it's not really a movie. It definitely so, had that lead up factor. I'm like, uh, okay, here we go. Like we should have really something really profound to say. We didn't land on marriage real estate, <laughs> marriage real estate. <laughs> Okay. Okay. So, hey, everybody. We are, we are launching. We are launching, right? We are shipping in the words of Seth Godin. We are shipping. We are shipping. We are shipping something. We are shipping a product. We are shipping, we are shipping a thing. <laughs> no. So, this is the very first night of Success Society, and we wanted to come on and broadcast across our social media platforms to really share these conversations. And these are the type of conversations we're going to be having uh, every Tuesday night with the people who are a part of Success Society. And I guess sometimes we'll come on IG or other platforms, but it's really for the inside folks who, who join Success Society. Um, and it's super exciting because these are some of the private conversations that we have at home or in the car or with each other uh, or with other couples that we never really share. So, you know, everybody's seen the podcast and they've seen kind of the glossy clips, uh, but these are more um, internal conversations, right? Like these are the conversations that you have with your best friends and the, the people who you share your life with because Ultimately, that's exactly what Success Society is designed to be. It's a community. It's a community of people coming together to get the most out of life, right? To get uh, what they feel is success out of life, whether that's in your marriage, your relationship, your finances, real estate, all these things are a version of your success circle. And for us, um, we've surrounded our life with other couples and that has been a key factor in us really getting to where we wanted to go and where we still want to go and we continue to prune that group and create um, that vibe with the people that we want to spend our time with and that's exactly what success society is it's the people that you enjoy spending your time with you share in your successes you share in your challenges and then ultimately you grow because you're a part of this community Okay, so I have a much shorter version of that. If you're the average of the five people that you spend the most time with, you want to make sure that you're spending time with successful people, successful couples, successful parents, and we're all figuring it out and learning, but we want to be that community where you can collaborate, right? Where you can share, not only share your successes, but also glean the, from the successes of other people that are a part of this group. I attribute the quality of my marriage with my husband to being around other high quality married people. And I don't mean like high quality, like there's low quality married people. I mean that to say like people who are who are in happy marriages. And even when they're not happy, they're trying to figure out how to work together to find happiness. And so more than just like, how do you have a great marriage? It's kind of like, how do we work together to reach this ultimate goal that we have? Because we came together, um, because we are together, we have these goals. How do we attain these goals together, if that makes any sense? And just having a good sounding board uh, for that. 
No, that that makes perfect sense because honestly, life is is real, right? Like life be life. And so if you don't have somebody to share these ups and downs, these experiences with, bless you, um, then not only are you not getting insight from somebody who may be in a different place in their journey, right? Like if it's raining on me and you live on the other side of town, it might be sunshine on your side of town. So I can, I can vicariously live through your sunshine and vice versa, right? So if you got friends that are winning and right now you might not be winning, it's good to lean on those experiences to know the sunshine will shine again. You know what I mean? Um, and I think a lot of times, I think Tillman Fertitta put this in his book, when it's hard, you don't realize that it's going to get good again. And when it's good, you don't remember that it's going to get hard again. So it's better to be even killed. And that's exactly what your community does for you. It creates that balance where you're sharing your highs and lows with the people closest to you. And that kind of goes into what our conversation is tonight, because we're going to talk about um, the fact that marriage is a two pilot plane, right? Like a two pilot plane. All, two pilot. Aren't all planes don't, but all planes have two pilots. No, oh. definitely single okay. pilot planes. Two pilot plane. Got it. Marriage is a two pilot plane. And in the course of your life, there are going to be times when the, you know, your partner is steering and there's going to be times when you're steering, right? You know, this week, Aisha had very specific challenges in her business and some of the things that she couldn't see through, she's walking around, she's pacing and y'all know Aisha's very stoic. So to see her like pacing, like, oh man, I got to figure this out. And I was like, oh, that's nothing. You should just do X, Y, Z, Z, Z. And she was like, oh my God, that just opened up the world for me. And sometimes I'm pacing and I'm tripping and I'm like, hey, I can't see my way through this. And she's like, oh, no, it's fine. You just do, 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 do. A lot of times relationships are exactly like that, right? Like you can't see what your partner can see and your partner can see what you can't see. That's why y'all balance. And you don't want to have a teammate that has the same skill sets as you. You want somebody who's the opposite as you. Yeah. That's true. Can you stop drinking? <laughs> well, I, I like to... I'm just drinking water. I'm not like drinking alcohol. No, I know you're not drinking alcohol. I'm just saying it's a distraction. It's distracting to me. Okay. I'm sorry. It's uh, distracting uh, to me. So we're going to be married on all these calls. I just want to set the president. We are. We are going to be married. We are going to behave like a married couple all the time. Um, yeah, I with the two plot, two pilot plane. Um, one of the things I feel like marriage and not even marriage, this might be in the Bible. Don't, don't let me quote the Bible. y'all. <laughs> Let's start there. I'm just telling y'all what I heard, but marriage is the ultimate mastermind, right? And so if you are the average of the five people that you spend the most time with, it's so important that the person that you spend the rest of your life with adds value to your life if you will, right? And I think we're all adults here who have probably dated more than one person and have been in a relationship that did not bring value to their life or even brought your life down in some sort of way. And I feel like the goal is to find that person who can help elevate you and your life. Luckily, Kevin and I have found that in each other, you know, shout out to Kevin, 
you you the man. Um, but Kevin and I have found that in each other, and hopefully you found that, or if you're on the search for that, um, we are having those conversations and also, you know, throwing stuff back and forth with people who have like questions about, well, what should I do about this? Um, we are definitely that couple in our friend group and we all glean from each other, but like, let's ask Kevin, let's ask, you know, let's, let's, let's filter this challenge that we're having through Kevin and Aisha. And we kind of put our brains on it and mastermind outside of what we're doing in success society. And I think it will be fun to open that up to other people. The other thing that we learned. So in November, we hosted um, our marriage and real estate conference. And we had, I don't know, like 50 something couples in the room. And we spent the whole day kind of masterminding. And what they said was like, we don't have people that are performing at the level that we perform, or we don't have couple friends that are living the life that we want to live. And it's just so important. If you're at the top of your circle, then you're in the wrong circle. You need to, you need to change your circle. So I'm hoping that success society can be that circle where wherever you are in life, there's always somebody that you can reach up for help to and somebody that you can reach down to pull up to where you are because we're always in this um in this journey right and sharing no for sure and i i really want to dive into that because i want to talk about you know i think everybody knows our relationship or at least it's on the internet enough for people to kind of see yeah. but let's talk about before let's talk about some of the bad right uh and some of the like challenges because that reflects on how we got to the good, right? So what this is lie. The, this lie? Is what you want to do? Yeah, that's what I want to do. I, want to <laughs> I mean, because these are conversations, right? And yes. you know, people can drop questions in or whatever, but I let's talk about it. Let's talk about what life looks like when you don't have a co-pilot on your plane, right? Okay. When you're trying to build a life, and you could talk about your experiences, I could talk about mine, but it's real hard trying to build a life with somebody who ain't trying to build a life with you or not trying to build the life that you want to live. I would say not necessarily. I would say with somebody who doesn't see the plane going in the same direction, if we're going with the co-pilot theme. Right. Okay. And so it's one thing to, and I think at certain points in our lives, when we are like, okay, I'm ready for a partner. Do we put them through the right filter of what will make a great partner? Right. And so, you know, you agreed you wanted to be together and I agreed I wanted to be together. And so we got together. But what we didn't talk about was like, well, you're going to be whooping kids or not. You know what I'm saying? Or, you know, understanding each person's money mindset or blueprint for money. Right. Like if your mother was a spendthrift and my family were super savers, you put a spendthrift and a super saver together. It's going to be some challenges in that marriage for sure. Because my blueprint says like, you know, if you got it, throw, you know, flaunt it. And my blueprint says like, you got to keep everything you can because you can lose it all kind of thing. And then we come together and you spend all your money, I save all my money and we're button heads because that's a problem, right? So I feel like having these kinds of conversations and connections with one another 
matters so that you can make sure that you choose the right person or that you like the same things. Maybe my ideal life is, you know, traveling the world with my family. Like I want to take my kids and my husband, we're going to homeschool, we're going to go to Dubai and we're going to show them the world. And that's how we're going to educate our family. And maybe your idea is, of what family looks like is, you know, I want to make sure my kids are in private school and they have the best education and that we live in a master plan community, like just coming together to fully understand, do we, what we want in life aligns, you know? But see, you know, both of those examples you gave are, are kind of like the pinnacle, right? What about the person who don't want none of that, that don't want nothing, right? Like, I think it's very, very rare that you have two people that are directly aligned. A lot of times people got to not coach each other into it, but a lot of times you have to guide your partner in the direction that sometimes they can't see. Like, I never wanted to travel the world. Like, that was something brand new that, you know, being with you and, and having the exposure and having the ability to, hey, maybe we should travel here. Maybe we should do this. I'm like, all right, I'll check it out. Like, literally, it wasn't on my agenda. Um, so sometimes it's exposure, but sometimes it's also people who want to, you know, drink a beer and watch the game every weekend or play video games every weekend. And that's somebody's life. Right. So that can still be a version of success as long as two people are working together. But the reality of the situation is a lot of times you have these unspoken expectations. You know what I mean? So the hardest part about those two planes going in opposite directions is when they're not really talking about it. Right. And that's what we saw at the conference. When you see people writing down, what's your goals? What's my goals? And those goals are so far in between. They're so far in between because you never talked about them. Right. Like yeah. when you, and I'm, I still want to get you, you dodging my questions. So I still want to get down in your previous life experience. Cause okay. we know our relationship. Okay. Did you have the conversation with your partner about what you wanted your life to look like before you went down whatever that path? No, was? no, no, no. And I guess I assumed that we saw life the same way. And how did you see life at the time? Like, and, and in some aspects we did, right? Like we want to have children and neither one of us had children. And for me, have children means be married and have kids. And for him, have children just meant have children. <laughs> we didn't have those conversations. And so it's like, well, I'm not having children with somebody who I'm not married to. And, you know, that even something that's small, and that's not even small, but that's one glaring difference that you just don't have conversations about and how many times have you heard of relationships where people get together and one person wants children and the other person doesn't want children and then somebody compromises on whatever it is that they wanted and then there's contention because there was this compromise i truly feel like you and i were blessed that we saw a lot of life the same way and but if after I the fact i think we saw life after having these other experiences so we knew a better picture of what life could look like. Sure, sure. But that's a part of the journey, right? Like, I truly believe that if I didn't have a negative experience in my last relationship and you didn't have a negative experience in your last relationship, we might have not found each other, right? That's true. It's what shaped what made us fit for one another because we had to, 
experience what doesn't work for us to go like, okay, that do not work for me. I cannot do that. And then we met each other and it's like, okay, this I can, this I can do. And there's a lot of people out there. So there's couples now dating, right? There's couples yes. now dating, trying to figure out what life looks like. And as they start to have these conversations, what would you say some of the things that now looking back, you advice that you would give to 30-year-old Aisha, which 30-year-old Aisha was me, so never mind. Uh, advice you'd give to 25-year-old Aisha okay. about, hey, look, if you're out here and you're dating or you're in this relationship, as you sharpen this vision on what you want your life to look like, maybe you should say these things. I know, and I'll, I'll give my points after you, uh, but what what pieces of advice would you give yourself? I would say that most relationships feel good in the very beginning. So that's a poor judgment of like the fact that you could be together or live life with somebody. It, it usually always like the everything is high, the pheromones, the happiness, the the veil, the sex, you, all that, all that. It just feels so good. And. I know for me, I made a decision based on those really good feelings in that short amount of time. So I would say, give it time to see how people handle life. Because if I would have gave it time, I would have recognized that this person didn't really handle money in a, in a healthy way. Um, the decisions that this person made were not the kind of decisions that align with my values. So right or wrong, it just didn't align with my values. So for me, if I didn't have money to pay a bill, I, I wasn't going on vacation. You know what I'm saying? Like those just, it doesn't jive for me. So I would definitely spend more time with a person to find out like, do do does who we are mesh well after all of the like really good feelings? Yeah, I, I like that because I definitely think that after those really good feelings, the life starts. Mm -hmm. It don't start at the beginning, right? So if I was to give advice to now y'all going to feel some kind of way because I've, I've basically spent my entire adult life married. If I was to give advice to 19-year-old Kevin mm -hmm. uh, before he got married, A, I was stupid because in my mind... I dated enough. I was like, oh, uh, the next one I need to marry. It's time for me to get <laughs> settled down. And that was really stupid. So I would say give yourself the ability to actually grow and see what life could look like and what you want your life to be before you had kids and before, um, you know, whatever. And I would also say spend the majority of your time rounding out what you want your life to be. Um, because as we grow older, you know, the kids do come into play, the schools come into play, but also just the living. Where do you want to live? Right. Like what kind of house do you want? If you want a house, what kind of, you know, car do you want? What kind of life can you expect? And I think so many people get caught up, especially now with the Internet. They get caught up on somebody else's life and they don't realize the burden that comes with that. Right. Like. It wasn't until I started traveling for work that I got tired of traveling, right? Like for years and years, I never traveled for work. And then I started getting on a plane, you know, basically three, four times a week. And I was like, oh, this is exhausting. This ain't fun, right? And I think a lot of times 
when we're very young, we have an ideal, idealized version of what the future looks like that's not yeah. really based in reality. And we don't surround ourselves with people who are at least a little bit further ahead of us to guide us or at least give us some advice to go, hey, you know, at 30, this is what life looks like. Um, so I would actually ask people in similar to what we do now, ask older couples, like now we ask couples who are in their 50s, like, hey, what does life look like in their 60s? Hey, what does life look like? In my 20s, I, I'm like- I think you know everything. Yeah. Like when you're that young, you think you know everything. And I think that that's a part of, of growing up too, that there's this this sense of, of, I got it, I got it. You know, think about your, you know, think about our teenager, the way she talks about- Life is as if she like got everything under control and she knows everything. And I'm, I'm now at a, we're now at a place where when we were 20, we can look back and go, okay, now I see what my parents were talking about because you just don't have enough life experience. And so to see our 15 year old talk about, you know, I'm never having kids and not this and not that. I was like, okay, girl, we'll keep living. It never made sense to me. Keep living. Never made sense to me until my 15 year old said, you know, what, what her life is going to look like. If my, if my life looked the way I thought it was going to look, then we wouldn't be here today, guys. Just you know, me. it's funny because this weekend we dealt with our 15 year old piercing self piercing her nose. And that was Look like, that out. it's real life. I'm not going yeah, like, but, but still, baby, mom, I can't undo it. That ain't my problem. <laughs> That's so rude. I'm not protecting a mother's feelings. That's not okay. my problem. Well, yeah. So the reality situation is it is what it is. But anyway, we had to deal with that real time. But and first I story to... about the piercing. So she did that, right? And Kevin and I reflected on it. And he's like, yeah, I got my ears pierced. And my parents told me not to. And I was like, yeah, I got my belly button pierced when I was like 16. So like, how mad could we really be? Because yeah. we, we were that. Like, we did that. I don't know. Not and that's teenage shit. But at 37, I didn't. I couldn't imagine dealing with that, right? Like I couldn't, like, hey man, I'm gonna have a 50 year old go walk in the house with a damn cowbell in her nose or whatever, whatever you call it, cow bullhorn, bull, you know, whatever. But those are the types of situations that you go through, and you there's really no way to prepare for that. So at some point, you have to at least have some people around you to support you as you're facing these challenges in life. Like literally life increasingly gets more complex. The world is getting more complex. Aisha showed me a video. Uh, uh, Kevin. Oh, <laughs> Aisha showed me a video of astrology or whatever. What Talk about what you were talking about. Yeah. See, I, some things gotta be reserved for just us. So it's the year of the Aquarius. now. <laughs> Go to Google and TikTok, Google the year of the Aquarius, and uh, you go down your own wormhole, everybody. Don't <laughs> go down your own wormhole about what that means and what that looks like. But it definitely had me in a chokehold when I when I Googled it and, and looked it up on TikTok. So 
Um, and y'all know TikTok is a black hole where time is wasted and all things that are important that need to get done just fall flat. Let's just start there. Um, so before we go, because we said we we're going to do 30 minutes and, you know, I am a stickler for timeliness. Well, we did give them a five minute countdown, so we got to at least go to 35 minutes. OK, what are a, what are a few things if as parting words, tips that you believe uh, will help make a successful partnership uh, for a couple? So your partner is one of the most dis important decisions that you'll ever make. But if you've already made that decision, mm -hmm. there's a lot of ways that you can make that better, right? So definitely surrounding yourself with people who support your marriage, who actually like their spouse and want to be together or get better. Committing yourself to self-improvement. I think once you turn me on to self-improvement, it was a dynamic change in my life, right? Like it, it literally changed everything from uh, how I feel about myself to my outlook on the world time, which was your best friend when we dated and I always talked about, but time, taking a long handle view of life and looking at it five, 10, 15 years down the road to know that you'll end up having more time than you ever imagined. So make decisions accordingly. And then finances, right? Like watch your money because the decisions that you make now, those investments that you make can pave the way to the future or put a roadblock in your progress, right? So, you know, you have the ability to plan for those things for now and the chances that you take. I'm thankful now for the chances that we took five years ago and, you know, six years ago, seven years ago. But at the time, they just seemed like risk. We couldn't really see it. Um, so those are my, my big ones. Okay, so I have a few. One, marriage is a commitment. So not all the time will you love or like the person that you committed to, but you committed to them, right? Um, I think that makes so much more sense because people are like leaving marriages and relationships and they're saying like, well, I'm not happy. And I don't know where it says in your covenant of marriage that happiness is guaranteed at all times, but that's a falsehood that I feel like is perpetuated through social media of like, you're supposed to always be happy. Um, but I will say that as long as two people are willing and committed to improvement in general, right? Then you can have a successful marriage. But it's the moment that one person is working and the other person is not that it becomes, uh, I don't know, hard to manage, if you will. Um, the one thing that Kevin and I are is committed regardless of how happy we are with each other. And the goal is to get back to happy or to find happy. And if we're both in tune with, we want to figure out what makes us happy, what makes you happy and what makes what makes me happy, then we're in the right space. That's number one to me. Um, so quit looking for happiness all the time. You should definitely be happy, but anyway, I don't know. Um, and then find somebody that is the most important decision that you make is the person that you spend the rest of your life with. A person can make or break your life. True story. Uh, if you make $700,000, a million dollars a year, if you have a partner that is making very bad financial decisions, it will inevitably affect you 
because it is your whole partner. So you can have the best credit score and have all this money. If somebody else as close to you as your partner is making reckless decisions, it will you will have to clean it up with your money or your credit or your reputation or whatever that looks like. So I know plenty of people have been here. Don't make that mistake again. And the last one I would say is, and this is the pot calling the kettle black. Wait, you can do bad by your myself. Okay. Um, trust me, if you get with the wrong person, there's always signs. Um, and you're like, man, I, I don't know if I should do this. Go with your first mind. You shouldn't. You just shouldn't. <laughs> I don't know. That's all I have for that one. Well, I want to tell people with the last remaining time what they can expect from Success Society. So, you know, this was a fun conversation. It was. This is a literally just the start, right? We plan on diving deep. Great conversations every week where you get to chime in, you get to throw your questions out there. And we're talking about everything, everything from marriage, sex, real estate, finances, whatever you got, we're diving deep into it. We're also flooding the, the platform with our content. So we've been doing real estate education, things like that for the last seven years. So we got a lot of stuff, y'all. We got a lot of stuff to teach you. We got a lot of stuff from, you know, how to maximize your finances, your salary, things like that. We got a lot of great content that we'll be sharing on the platform over the time. We'll be able to really dive into what your specific needs are. So, and it's a group of support, right? So these aren't people who are all at the same place. Everybody's at a different level and everybody has different insights. So you are going to become the collective of, you know, the, the group. So, you know, it's not just us, it's people who really, really care about seeing you win. And that's what you can expect. What also, we're gonna celebrate the wins. Life is short. We got to make sure we celebrate it, right? You closed the deal. You got a promotion. You know, you just got married. Y'all just bought a house. We want to hear all those wins and we want to celebrate you. We also want to coach you through the losses, right? Like if you are experiencing a hardship, you know, when we first went through our 2019, which if you don't know our 2019 story, check it out. We've talked about it all over the internet at some point. Uh, but it was the mentors that helped coach us through that, that helped pray us through that and help get us through that. And to tell us, hey, on the other side of this is gonna be amazing. And truly those words are the words that saved our marriage, helped us in our family. When we thought the walls were crumbling down, they were letting us know that we were just building the foundation for our new bigger house, right? So truly who you are around can make or break you. Um, and that's what we will be doing here at Success Society. So for all of you who are out there and who for so long is like, hey, do y'all do coaching? Do y'all whatever? This is your opportunity. This is your coaching. This is your access uh, because we can't get on stages across the world all the time. But this is something that you can have the opportunity to talk and touch us every week. Right. Uh, and talk to other people who are in similar positions. So that's my pitch. I'm off my soapbox. But um, we are excited to get out to finally launch this thing. Shout out to the Studio Creators Guild uh, and the platform for putting us uh, in great position. And uh, Aisha, you got anything left to wrap us up? Nope, you said a lot. Um, don't miss out on these really good conversations. It's going to get good in here. It's going to get good in here. 
All right. So join now free. Scan the QR code. Throw the QR code up there one more time for the folks. And then literally join us. Come check us out. Give us a shot. Check out these conversations. It'll be very rare that we jump on live. And some of you will see podcast episodes. But this is Success Society. We here. We've landed. We have shipped. Another goal met. And now it's time to meet your goals. So we'll see you guys next week. Yep.